Hello, and welcome to the Knowles Development Podcast. Uh, Brad Knowles here, and uh, we are so excited because today we have another special guest in Cherie Lowry. Hello, Cherie. Hey, Brad, how are you? Cherie and I have had the, well, my blessing, I don't know if she'd frame it the same way, but um, been really blessed to work with Cherie for, geez, five, six years now, at least, something like yes. that. Yeah, it's been it's been great. And she's been she's had the difficult job of trying to coach me uh, for much of that time. And uh, so but tell it tell tell our listeners just real quick, Sheree, uh, who are you? What do you do? Well, who I am is about causing people to be unstoppable. I'm, I'm into it and passionate about it. And I like to open people's any kind of barriers that they have so that they can create anything they want. So I think mm. if I were going to say one word, it's unstoppable unstoppable. I love it. I love it. And I feel that really ties into our conversation today because we're talking about why results matter. And when it comes to being unstoppable, I would argue that along the path to unstoppable really are always going to be these result benchmarks, right? These, yes. these measurable moments of, of success and achievement. Um, so talk to me about, you know, kind of results that you've seen with the people that you've worked with or in your own career that have really built momentum, built credibility for people in a leadership way? Well, to me, the people who have the greatest results and develop their leadership are those that have created a high performance team. And high so they have a, team. yeah, high performance. So they have a mission, they have a vision, they have an accountability structure. Uh, the team plays with it. They know their strengths mm. and everybody's got to win. So you can really, you're really developing not only the leader, but the people within the team. So right. I'm always excited when I get a chance to work with some of those. <laughs> nice. I, let's dive right into that accountability piece. Yes. Um, because I find in most, most of the things that I've been involved with, results don't happen without accountability. <laughs> no. So if we're going to have a results conversation, there's a big piece of this that really is an accountability conversation. Yes. And you know, that's people's favorite subject, right? Absolutely. <laughs> I'll never forget. I've had some really high performers say to me, I hate accountability. I hate that's right. So for accountability sure. work, it has to be tied to people's goals, what they want to create. Um, and don't you, when you say that, I would argue, maybe, maybe we agree on this, much larger than just a specific narrow business. Like exactly. when you say goals, you're talking macro. Yes, you know, I'm talking about life. personal, professional, financial. Right. They right. It has to be related to that. They have to see the connection. Yes. I, I, know, I know this about you. I don't... And I don't like to really work with people unless I understand the big picture. Mm -hmm. Because if they don't understand how it's all connected, you don't get that unstoppable performance. Right. So, I, I completely agree. It, it, you know, it's the, it's the leaving for vacation, but we haven't figured out where we're going. Right. Like Exactly. And why am I involved? Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Why am I holding the map if we don't even know where we're going? You know? Exactly. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so with, I, I want to get a little granular with this accountability piece, because mm -hmm. I find as a as a coach, 
I find that different people respond to different tools of accountability, that not one size fits all when it comes to accountability necessarily in terms of how people report metrics or how often, or I'd love to hear what you've seen on that. Well, first of all, I think they have to help you design it. In other words, they have to own the accountability structure. If I own it as a coach or you, as a leader, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't work. They have to design it and own it. And I, I will say to you, I think you have to do it with frequency. <laughs> yeah, so D- define if, frequency. Well, it depends on, are we getting results? If they need daily, hourly support, then that's right. what you do. Yeah. If it's weekly, great. Yeah. But it's whatever works for the team. If they're not focused on it, you can bet I'd be in their face more frequently. <laughs> right. I, I I hope everyone wrote this down because I'm, as a coach, I'm often surprised how often people ask me to give them a tool for accountability. Like, don't you have a sheet you want me to fill in or something like that? Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, I don't even know if that would work for you. So exactly. we've got to figure out what's going to work for you. And then absolutely, I'm happy to hold you accountable to whatever that is. And I, I must have stolen that from you then, because that's exactly how I work with clients is like, let's figure out together what that accountability looks like. And then we can also define what the frequency is, right? Exactly. Um, you hear in how you're positioning that, how you're transferring it to the person. It has say to that be again. Trans- you're, in the way you're positioning that, it is you have begun the transfer to the person, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I don't own it. They own it. And once they design it and have it work for them, they own the, they own it more. So, right. so yeah, it's just going key. deeper and deeper and deeper in the ownership of those results. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Which I love because it's, I find that if you give people wiggle room, they're going to take it. Right. <laughs> Yes, just, they are, whether they're six years old or 60 years old, like they're going to take if they see wiggle room, they're going to take it. So the deeper you can go on the ownership piece, the more they're really going to own the results piece. Exactly. That makes a That's huge beautiful. difference, because uh, if I own it, I'm going to say this again. How effective is it? it? It just isn't. And if you've authored something, you're more likely to do it. Yeah. Is what I and yeah. it's interesting. People who are performers are the hardest to me to tie down. To tie down. So, mm-hmm. but you oh, have I've, to be clever and do it. I've absolutely recognized that in myself. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, that's well, personally, that's why I love working with you because you know you have a great technique of you know we'll have a conversation about something. Clearly, there needs to be some action around it. And I can just feel it coming. Like you're going to ask for specific, like by when, how are you going to execute it? How are you going to empower the team to do it? Like, and it's just zero wiggle room. And there's been so many moments with us where I've just resisted that conversation because it's like, oh no, I'm going to commit to something. Damn it. (laughs) And you know, I'm sitting over here just smiling away. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's like, Oh, I got him now. I got him now. 
Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, here's what I think is interesting that as a leader, and that's our whole conversation here on the Knowles Development Podcast is really on leadership development. As a leader, I would argue then you have to be willing to meet people where they are when it comes to accountability around results, right? And if they need daily accountability, you have to be willing to show up that way for them for a long time. It's whatever gets them moving. It's whatever gets them moving. Yeah. And I, I think you want to teach people to ask for support. Yes. That it's okay that they create yeah. the support structure that causes them to win. Right. But don't forget, it has to be in alignment with what they want to create. So Correct. that's yeah. so critical. Yeah, it's got to be in alignment with what they want to create and what they're looking to create it needs to be in alignment with the business. So for me, that that all goes back to the original conversations you're having with somebody before you even bring them on the team why those conversations are not something to skip over you can't right? you looking can't at, looking at long-term alignment right exactly yeah can't skip it can't skip it so if a leader's struggling to get members of the team to get to results what what things can we do to help them i you know what if we weren't moving as a team i would just pull everybody together and say because people know the answer i would just say what do you think is we need to look at because we're doing many of the right things, but we're not quite getting the results. What would you, now notice I'm transferring again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think we need to do? Right. They know. Right. It's been yeah. my experience. They know. Yeah. If, if they don't know, I would argue then as a leader, it's because we haven't put the right people in the room. Exactly. Or we haven't implemented some part of the structure that causes success is what I think too. Or maybe we've created an environment. I've also seen this too, where we've created an environment where, where people don't really feel empowered to, to share an honest opinion, you know? Exactly. And, And, you know, it's taken me a while to learn how to make it that safe for people. It's interesting what you have to do to get it that safe, Mm -hmm. but usually if they're in a room together and we get, re- and you say, let's just get real. What do you see? Right. What do you think we need to do? Right. You, it will come out. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 If, if, yeah. If you tend to ask enough and I, I find it doesn't take very long for people to learn that, oh, Brad's not going to, you know, take me out back and shoot me exactly. if I tell him something that he doesn't want to hear. Exactly. He's actually, yeah, I'm going to be appreciative for it. I'm going to ask for it more. I'm going to, you know, um, so it, it little wins in those conversations can actually build a lot of momentum in unlocking these conversations that lead to results. You know, you bring up a very important part or point to me because to me, the leader needs to keep saying, okay, look, we move forward. This is how we this is how we succeeded here because a lot of people are not used to doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is like wind beneath people's wings when they hear how, that they've moved, even if it's just a little bit. Yeah. It's huge, especially when you're moving people from entrepreneurial to purposeful. Mm-hmm. They need that reinforcement. Right. I think that's so good. You know, that, you know, yeah, when people are adopting new systems, new tools, right? Uh, especially around accountability, stuff like that. Um, sometimes the the win early on, I find with like a daily accountability yep. is just the fact that they're doing it. 
Yes. Like that's win number one. You asked for it. And so I'm willing to be that partner for you. And now you're doing it. Even if the numbers that they're reporting are still way off, the fact that they're that we now have this regular accountability that's going to help them is great. So now it becomes this incremental progress conversation. All we got to do is beat yesterday, Shuri. Like, let's just beat yesterday. Exactly. Right. And that's a, the first threshold, right? right? And it could be even less than that. They all work together as a team. They share. They did whatever. You right. have to really look for that yep. to make sure they understand that's all part of it. Right. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So talk about the compounding effects of hitting results. What have you seen with some of the teams that you've worked with over time of what happens when you keep, you keep making sure that results matter, that the team is in alignment on it, and, and you, get, you really start stitching some success together? You keep having these moments. What, what are some outcomes that you've seen from that? Okay, before I go there, I just want to say, I think you have to um, position the idea of mastery. Mm. In other words, we're going to keep going and improving as we go along. Mm -hmm. We're going to get into a mastery mode of how, how to hit this goal. We're going to keep tweaking here and there and stay in it. And, you, and I think as a leader, you have to demonstrate the curiosity, the enthusiasm to be in mastery. Like mm -hmm. it's a, dis, uh, um, a wonderful discovery, every little, every little nuance that you create. And it's that enthusiasm, that uh, celebration of continued success. I think I'm not, I think there's a lot of opportunity around doing that with a team of people learning to do it consistently because people you know after they've done something for a while unless you do that they kind of start fading so right. to me it's how do i how do i cause that level of enthusiasm and i think it's that implanted in all of this that causes a compounding effect right there's nothing more exciting than compounding because when that happens it's like magic right <laughs> you bop, yeah. <laughs> you jump yep. so far forward, you weren't yeah. expecting it, but you worked to get there. Yeah. I, I want to unpack just for a moment one of the things you talked about there with mastery. Um, because I think when it comes to mastery, I think, and I know I have struggled with this in the past as a mindset that mastery is an arrival thing. It's like, oh, I've reached mastery. And I would argue mastery is a mindset thing that I am constantly and forever going to be improving at this thing. I'm going to be forever in the role of a student and just looking to constantly just sharpen the saw, get better, get better, get better, get better. Yeah. Because, you know, let's, let's take like coaching. How many hours have you coached? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Okay. And Today it feels like a lot. Yeah. No, it's I'm I'm probably in the ten to fifteen thousand land now. Yeah. Exactly. And aren't there still or aspects of that that you want to master? Oh yeah. Okay. So to me, I think that's the kind of uh, philosophy you have to plant with people. Right. So they realize there's so many ways that 
we can just one small tweak can multiply your results just like that. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's exciting to play with people at that level. (laughs) Well, I, you know, what I love about that too, is it's, it's, you're, you're an infinite game approach with that. You're, I mean, there's just no, any, any result, no matter how small or large is never going to be the end of the conversation. Right. Right. It's just the next piece. It's just the next piece. So if you actuate your team to really be committed to that, then results are going to be a natural byproduct of it. But our focus is actually going to be much more around the mastery piece of it. Exactly. Yeah. And so everybody wins in that kind of environment. You keep that fresh Mm -hmm. uh, perspective all the time. Right. That uh, how do you say that? That joie de vivre. Containable enthusiasm. The joie de vivre, isn't it? Yes, that. The lust for life. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, it's it, it. I always talk about it with new people on the team as new eyes, yes. right? One of the things I really value of a new member to any organization is the fact they're bringing brand new, uh, you know, unmolested eyes to our organization and allowing allowing them to understand that you really value that perspective. And yes. what I'm hearing from you is how do you create an environment where you keep that forever? That, yes. that almost that enthusiasm to learn and improve that we see in somebody who's seven years old or who's 10 years old, you know, how do we embody that at, you know, at slightly older ages? Exactly. Slightly older. Right. And I, right. I think as a leader, you have to model that. Bingo. We know that it transmits really quickly when you Bingo. model it. So, right. So that's where we're going to end, Cherie. I love it. I want to leave that for all of our listeners is if you really want results, the breadcrumbs lead back to a commitment to mastery. Yes. And if you want commitment to mastery on your team, the breadcrumbs lead back to your commitment as the leader to mastery. Yes. It's always looking in the mirror, isn't it? Like... (laughs) consistently yep every time every time it's it's me and that guy i shave with every morning right that tend to be that tend to be the heart of the problem or the heart of the opportunity or the lady i put who puts lipstick on that's right yeah the lady you put lipstick on with that's right right. that's right thank you so much for joining us today sheree lowry we really appreciate it thank you all for listening to the Knowles development podcast we'll see you next time bye-bye thanks